This year, I want to spend more time with my kids. I want to stop gossiping. Did you see what she was wearing? I mean, yeah. This year, I'm going to join the Vikings game. This year, I'm going to control my shopping. I'm going to stop spending $6 on a cup of coffee. I'm going to control my anger. What are you doing? Can't you see I try to work here? I want to find that special girl. How are you doing? Huh. Pick it up. This year, I'm going to call my parents more. This year, I want to get rid of this pot belly. I want to care more about the environment. I want to be a better handyman. This year, I'm going to be my own boss. I'm going to tithe 10% of my gross pay. This year, I will pay off all my debts. I'm going to go back to school and get my master's. I want to complete a marathon. I want to quit smoking. <coughs> this year, I'll control my road rage. I want to have a daily quiet time. Okay, maybe a monthly quiet time. There we have it. We've got some New Year's resolutions. It's right around the corner. I thought it'd be, since it's a family service, I thought we'd have some kids doing some New Year's resolutions. Um, but we can re all relate. Uh, some people set out, you know, we have 2013 coming, and so we do some New Year's resolutions. I want to share some with you. You may choose to use some of these. You may choose not to use some of these, but uh, I want to share some, some with you. Go ahead and throw up that first one, Jackie. Actually work from home on my telecommuting days. Okay, those of you telecommuting, you know, make sure that you actually work from home, okay? Make that a New Year's resolution. Next. Get dressed before noon or at least before the video conferencing call with my boss. All right, don't, uh, don't do that in your pajamas. Try and drive at or under the speed limit, at least when I'm not hungry, tired, or late. Anybody uh, go against the speed limit? Don't raise your hands. Don't admit that. Uh, watch more television. This is New Year's resolution. Watch more television. Isn't it, it's the window into the world, right? Don't, don't do this one. Enjoy the sweeter side of life. I'm encouraging this one. M&M's, Hershey Kisses, Cheesecake. Amen to that. Take on that New Year's resolution. Read something other than comics. That's a good New Year's resolution. Drive myself to the fitness center because walking there makes me perspire. Okay? I'm going to drive myself this year. Stop leaving my dirty gym socks lying on the floor. I'll leave them on the table. They're easier to reach. That's a good New Year's resolution right there. I will do less laundry and use more deodorant. That's a good one. And the last one, New Year's resolution, gain some weight. Nobody ever has that, right? Nobody has that. Actually, one of the most common New Year's resolutions is to lose weight. And that's, uh, that's everywhere. And, you know, it's, it's, it's in our society. Everybody's hitting it. And at the beginning of the year, there's going to be some, some diets people are going to try. Uh, the Atkins diet. This is uh, all protein, just straight up meat. Anybody can get on that diet, right? Ribs, chicken, that's a good diet to be on. Weight Watchers, they do the point systems. Uh, South Beach, that's just carbohydrate diets. You can do that. I really like the zone diet. 30% uh, protein, 30% fat, 40% carbs. That sounds like a good diet to be on. Or the vegetarian. Anybody for that diet? No. <laughs> One. Okay, good. Awesome. This morning, I want to talk to you about losing weight. Like, oh, no, he didn't. I want to talk to you about losing weight, but a little bit different than pounds. I want to talk to you about losing weight different than sizes and, and uh, inches around your waist. What I want to talk to you about uh, is losing weight that you carry. 
Some of us are carrying weight day after day. We're carrying weight week after week, month after month. Some of us are probably even carrying weight year after year from our past hurts, our past mistakes. We're carrying this weight, and it's weighing us down. And so this morning, I want to talk to you about that, and uh, I believe that God's given us an answer through his scripture on how we can deal with the weight that we're carrying. Amen? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for this morning. I thank you, God, for your word. I pray that you would anoint your word, God, that it may not be my words, but it may be yours. Open our hearts, open our ears to receive it this morning, and challenge us to live differently by your word. In Jesus' name, amen. I tend to, uh, if you hear me preach every once in a while, I like to use illustrations. That's how I learn. That's how I associate. So I've got some illustrations this morning. This morning's message is called The Plate. So I thought it'd be appropriate to bring out some plates. And since it's a, uh, a family service, we're having the kids and the teenagers and everybody in here, I've got appropriate three different size plates. We got the kid plate. No, but this is not a teenager plate. Everybody, teenagers eat more than that. But then we have the adult plate. And what I want to talk to you this morning about the different weight that is on our plates. And every one of these plates, kids, teenagers, adults, we all have different weights on our plate. Kids weight. Do you know that your child has weight on their plate? Some of us, uh, some of us parents put weight on our child's plate. Anybody uh, watch the show Honey Boo Boo? Any Honey Boo Boo fans? Or that, that show of the pageant, the moms doing the pageants with their kids? Do you see the amount of pressure that they're putting on their kids to, uh, to walk right and to be all dolled up and to do all those things? That's a, that's a lot of pressure on the kid. That's a lot of weight on their plate. Or maybe a dad that's really pressuring the, the, his son to do well in sports and just riding him really hard. That's a lot. That's weight on their plate. Whether we realize that or not, that's weight on their plate. And we all know that, that teenagers, teenagers have weight on their plate. They got weight on their plate of, of school, you know, the final exams. Weight on their plate of peer pressure and fitting in. Weight on their plate, plate of uh, which college am I going to go to? What, what am I going to do? You know, they have pressure. They have weight on their plate. And we all know that us adults, we got weight on our plate. Jobs, family, life. We, we've all got different weights on our plate. Our plate may look differently, but I bet we can all agree that at some point, you're going to have some kind of weight on your plate. And so this morning, I want to talk with you about how to deal with the weight that's on your plate. And that's why you've got paper plates in your pews. And so here's what I want you to do. I want you to, to grab a, if, if it's around you, grab a, a paper plate. I want you to grab two of them. There should be in everybody's pew. If not, just reach over and grab somebody else's. But I want you to grab two paper plates. And our ushers are going to come through. If you, if you need a pen, you need two plates and a pen this morning. That could be a title of a message. Two plates and a pen. So if you need a pen, why don't you lift your hand and, and our ushers will get that to you. But everybody needs two plates and a pen. As we're doing this, let me talk to you this morning. That the weight that is on your plate, you're going to have weight that's on your plate. And if it's not dealt with properly, the weight can cause damage. The weight can cause damage. Back, I'm from Indiana, and right now they are getting a blizzard. There are just tons of snow. My parents said there's like 14 inches in their yard. And uh, it's just everywhere. Praise God, we're in Southern California. But my, my, my parents are telling me about this snow, and I can remember as a child that snow, it would be so heavy on things, 
it could weigh so much that it would actually damage buildings. And so the weight of the snow would actually damage a building. I want you to see this picture here. Of the snow is actually damaging that building because of the weight. Or the weight of a rock on a car. That's going to damage the car, right? Or how about the weight of a dog sitting on a cat? After a while, that's going to damage a cat. Some of us, listen, some of us might feel like this next picture. Like we've got the weight of the world on our shoulders. Like we've got the weight of the world on our plate. And this morning, I want to ch- challenge you. I want to tell you that that is not God's design. That is not God's plan. God's plan is not for our plates to look like this. And I can show you in Scripture, in, in Psalms 55, 22, Old Testament, it says, Cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. Cast your cares, cast your weight upon the Lord. And I love what the message says. It says, pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll help you out. Isn't that good? We don't have to carry our load. We don't have to carry that weight. We can give it to the Lord. And jump in the New Testament on uh, 1 Peter 5, 7. It says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Cast your weight. Cast your cares. Cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Listen. This is God's plan. This is God's design. That we, our plates don't look like this, but we're casting it to Him. We're giving Him the weight. We're giving Him the worry. Jump with me to Matthew chapter 6. With you, me to Matthew chapter 6, and we're going to start in verse 25. It says this, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food and the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Or who who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? And why do you worry about clothes? See the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or do not spin. Jump down to 34. It says, therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Basically, the birds and the flowers, they don't care. Their plate is empty because they're trusting the Lord to provide for them. They're trusting the Lord in in their provision of food and clothing. Their plate is empty. They're trusting the Lord. You and I, we need to begin to be like a bird. Be like a bird. Be like a flower. And trust in the Lord to take care of you. Trust the Lord to to take all your weight and take your plate full of stuff. Give it to Him. Can I tell you this morning that that God even takes care of the ugly birds? Even the ugly ones. I got some ugly birds. Look at those. Those are some ugly birds. But can I tell you this morning that God takes care of all of those ugly birds? They don't have to worry. Their plate is empty. Can I tell you this morning that God takes care of the pretty flowers? Uh... If Pastor Steve was here, he could name all of these. Uh, I don't, I'm not a flower person. I couldn't tell you what those are. But I know that they're, they're nice. They're good looking. And can I tell you that God takes care of them? If he's going to take care of flowers, if he's going to take care of birds, he's going to take care of you and I. And we don't have to have our plate full of all the weight. God's design is for us to be like this. And this is how we start. This is how we start. But from time and time, you know, as we get older, starting with the kid, with the teenager, with the adult, we just get weight on our plate. 
And that's not God's design. And can I tell you this morning that as we start 2013, it's a brand new opportunity for you to empty your plate. It's a brand new opportunity for you to have a nice, new, clean plate starting in 2013 that the Lord can do amazing things with. That you don't have to have this heaviness. You don't have to, to continue with the weight that's on your plate. This morning, I want to ask you a couple of questions. The first question is this. What is on your plate? What is on your plate? As a kid, my mom, I didn't like vegetables. Imagine that. Um, but my mom would try to use these clever analogies to sneak in those vegetables so that I would eat them. And she would tell me, she's like, oh, listen, Dave, you need to eat cauliflower. They're like the clouds. What? I, mom, listen, I, I don't want to eat a cloud. That's, that's great. I don't want to eat a cloud. Or she would say, you need, to, you need to enjoy broccoli because it's like you're eating a tree. Mom, that's not helping me. I don't, I don't want to eat a tree. I want a steak. I don't want, I don't want a tree. Or, you know, she would say, spinach, you need to eat spinach because that will turn you into Popeye. Now, I could get down with that because, you know, Popeye had muscles and he had that fine-looking girl, olive oil, you know what I'm saying? So I could get down with spinach. But then she would try to sneak on these things called Brussels sprouts on my plate. Any fans of Brussels sprouts right there? God bless you. Hallelujah to you. But I didn't even know what they were. They were just, they were just there. And my mom would tell me that you have to eat it all. Eat, clean your plate. And, uh, okay, I didn't know what they were. I couldn't, I couldn't imagine them being gone. I couldn't think, okay, be gone, because I knew they were there. I couldn't pretend they were steak, because they obviously weren't. They were there. And the same thing is true with you and I. We have different weights on our plate, and we've got to identify it. We can't pretend that it's not there. We can't pretend it's something else. It is there. And we have to deal with it, just like I had to deal with those gross Brussels sprouts. We have to deal with the weight that's on our plate. And if it's not dealt with properly, it can damage, just like those pictures I show, showed you. It can damage us. And so we've got to understand the different weight that is on our plate. And I want to give you a couple common weights. The first weight that I want to talk with you about is worry. We have got a, a, a weight of worry that's on our plate. And Claudia hit that this morning about not worrying. We tend to worry. We, we worry about our marriage. We worry about our families, our jobs, our finances, our, our health. And let's go back to Scripture in Matthew 6, 25. It says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about life. And skip down to 27. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Now I'm not saying you shouldn't be concerned with your marriage, your job, your, your family. You, could, you shouldn't not be concerned. You should be concerned with those things. But if you are feeling the weight of worry and you can't get up over that weight and you are constantly worrying about those things, it's weighing you down and you can't rise above. That's not God's design. Worry will take its toll on you. How many know somebody that's a worry wart? They just worry about everything. Now let me ask you this. Does their load look lighter or does it look heavier? It looks heavier probably because they're worrying about everything. Worry can make you sick. So let's not worry this new year. Let's not allow worry to be on our plate. Let's trust God. Let's be like a bird. Let's be like a lily. Let's trust God that he's going to take care of our everything. Let's not let worry be on our plate. There's another common wor or another common weight that's on our plate. And that is guilt. That is shame. Let me ask you this. Has anyone ever sinned? Anyone ever made Let me see your hands if you ever made a mistake, you've sinned. Okay, we got a, only a few good people in here. 
Let me tell you this morning, everybody has sinned. Don't kid yourself if you've not sinned. 1 John 1.8 says, if we claim to be without sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. We've all sinned. And so because we've all sinned, I bet that we've all felt guilty. and We've all felt shame of our sin. That's what the enemy does. He wants us to feel guilty. He wants us to feel shame. He wants to put that weight on our plate. Let me remind you this morning of Judas. In Matthew 27, verse 3, it says, When Judas, who had betrayed him, saw that Jesus was condemned, he seized with remorse and returned the 30 pieces of silver to the chief priest and the elders. I have sinned, he said, for I have betrayed innocent blood. What is that to us, they replied. This is your, that's your responsibility. Verse 5, so Judas threw the money into the temple and left. He went away and hanged himself. He was ridden with guilt. He was ridden with shame. He felt that heaviness that was on his plate. And let me tell you this morning that you and I are no different. When we sin, we have this heaviness that is up on our plate. We feel guilty. We feel shame. And we've all done it. We've all sinned. You know that you've sinned. I know that you've sinned. You know that I've sinned. Everybody has sinned. But let me tell you this. The enemy knows that you have sinned. And he doesn't want you to rise above that. He wants you to hold on to that sin. He wants you to, to be captivated by that sin. See, our past is our past, but it doesn't have to dictate our future. We don't have to be guilt-ridden. We don't have to have shame. Because what happens, this is how the enemy operates. When we have a sin in our life, we, have, we make a mistake, we have a sin. What the enemy does is he puts this umbrella up over us. He puts this umbrella of guilt and shame and, and you know, he just puts this over us. And then we come to the altar and we say, God, please forgive me. Please forgive me. And God does that. He forgives us of our sin. But the enemy still has this umbrella. So all, every time I look up, I still see the umbrella. Even though I'm forgiven, I still see it. And so what we need to be praying is, God, Forgive me of my sin. And God, remove that umbrella of guilt. Remove that umbrella of shame. Remove that. Because the enemy is going to put it up every single time you sin. He doesn't want you to rise above it. He wants you to, to be held under. He wants that weight on your plate. So my challenge to you is when you come to the altar and you say, God, forgive me. I've blown it. I've made a mistake. I repent and, and help me. I also challenge you to pray, God, remove any umbrella of guilt that the enemy may try to put. Remove any shame, umbrella of shame that the enemy may try to put. And he does that. He does that. So let me challenge you. Don't, don't allow this all the time. That's what the enemy does, and he's good at it. How many still feel guilt? You know, sometimes we feel guilty from sin we've, we've done years ago. And we know that we've come to the altar, and we know that we've asked God to forgive us, and he has forgiven us, but we still feel guilty. We've got this umbrella. We've got this umbrella. It's time that we let go of the umbrella and say, okay, God, I'm not going to carry that guilt. I'm not going to carry that shame. I'm not going to allow that to be a weight that's on my plate. I just, I'm dare, dare to believe with me that Psalms 103.12 is true. As far as the east is from the west, so has he removed our transgressions from us. And he can remove our guilt and he can remove our shame. That's what we need to be praying. Don't allow that tactic of the enemy to weigh your plate down, to weigh you down. There's another weight that I want to talk with you this morning about. Life. Life just weighs us down. It can weigh us down. Death. The pressures of life. You know, one of the pressures is death, obviously. You know, some of us lost some people in 2012. 
and you feel that weight. You feel that heaviness that's on your plate. I know that, you know, a couple of weeks ago when that, the shootings happen, happened in not only did the moms and dads of the victim felt that weight, but it seemed like the entire country felt that weight. That's, that's life. Life can weigh us down. Life can weigh us down. We can get weighed down with death in our lives or, or sickness. How many know somebody who's sick or a family member, and that just weighs you down? It weighs on your plate. Disease, family, making, making sure that your kids are raised properly, making sure that all the bills are paid. That can just be a weight of life that's weighing you down. Work, meeting those deadlines, budget cuts, all of those things. That can just weigh your plate down. And let me tell you this morning that we live in a fallen world, and so all of these weights will be added onto our plates, and so we've got to figure out how to deal with it. We've got to understand, and we've got to figure out how to deal with it. And that's what I want to share with you this morning, how to deal with the weight that's on your plate. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it is worry. Maybe it is guilt. Maybe it is shame. Maybe it is life. I don't know. Maybe it's doubt, weariness, finances. I don't know. But what I want you to do is I want you to identify your, the weight that's on your plate and allow God to deal with it. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do. I want you to pull out one of your plates. And, and parents, help your kids. Pull out one of your plates. And I want you to take just a few seconds and I want you to jot down some of the weight that you face. Some of the weight that's on your plate. Take just a few seconds and whatever your weight is, I want you to jot that down on your plate. And we're going to do something with that in just a few minutes. But I, could, I would dare to say that everybody in this room can probably put something on their plate. Put something on their plate. What's on your plate is question one. Question two, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? You've got, you really have got a couple of options. Option one, you do nothing pretty simple. You do nothing about the weight that's on your plate. And so it, it's there. It's, it gets higher. You know, we continue to add weight to our plate. It gets higher. It gets deeper. It's heavier. We actually get accustomed to it. We do nothing. We actually get accustomed to the weight that's on our plate. And it, it's crazy. After a while, it, it actually becomes comfortable. It's, a, it's who we are. It's a part of us. The things that we deal with, the weight that's on our plate, it's who we are. But I want to tell you this morning, that's not God's design. It's not His design for us to, to carry that weight. I, I, I believe the scripture that says, cast your cares on the Lord, and He will sustain you. You know, Psalm 68, 19, praise be to the Lord, God our Savior, who daily takes our burdens, daily bears our burdens. Believe with me that God will take the weight that's on your plate. It's not His design for us to hold on to it. Don't allow the heaviness of the world to be your reality. Don't allow the heaviness of the world to be your reality. You can rise above. In 1973, in Stockholm, Sweden, 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 there was this uh, there was this bank robbery, and uh, the the robbers went into the bank and they held the bank tellers and they held some hostages in the bank in the vault for five days. And uh, they begin to bond with their, their hostages. The captors begin to bond, and the hostages begin to bond with their captors. And they begin to develop this relationship where it was, a, it was an emotional relationship. 
And there were points in, during this whole ordeal that um, government would come in and they would try to, they had opportunities to pull out those hostages. To pull them out. And, and the, you know what? The hostages rejected their help. That doesn't make sense. They rejected their help. And, and after the whole ordeal was done and they went to trial and the bank robbers went to trial and all of this and that, the hostages actually defended the bank robbers because of that emotional connection, that, that tie. That is known as the Stockholm Syndrome. And can I tell you this morning that some of us suffer from the Stockholm Syndrome. We have developed the relationship with the weight. We've developed the relationship and we carry it. It's a part of us and it's who we are. And we actually defend it. We defend the weight that's on our plate. We say things like, well, I, I deserve that weight because I did bad things as a kid. I deserve the weight that's on my plate. I, I deserve that weight because I, I lived a party life as a teenager and a, and a young adult. I deserve this weight. That's not true. Don't suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. Rise above. Rise above. God's plan is for you to not carry that. God's plan is for you not to suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. But many times we do. Many times we do. We associate. We defend. It's, it's just a part of who we are. And I want my prayer for you and my prayer for myself is that 2013 is totally different, that our plates are clean, that we're not holding on to the weight, carrying the weight. We don't have to suffer from this syndrome. But I got an option number two. Option number two is this. You do something about it. You do something about it. You do nothing or you do something. I choose to do something. I choose to follow God's plan. And God's plan is that you can be free from the heaviness. God's plan is that you don't have to feel obligated to the weight. God's plan is you don't have to suffer from Stockholm Syndrome. The thing about it is you and I, is we have to hand over the plate. We have to, come here, Victor. We've got to be willing to hand over the plate. See, a lot of times we're, we're come on up here, we're holding on to this. We're holding on to this plate and it becomes comfortable to us and we're suffering or defending it and all of this. But what God is saying is, listen, why are you doing that? Isn't it heavy? Isn't it awkward? Why are you doing that? And so what God's saying, my plan is for you to hand it over to me. This is what God's plan is. We take the, everything that we have, the weight and the heaviness, and we hand it. No, he's not God. He's pretty close. He's a pretty good guy, but he's not God. But we hand it over to God and say, God, it's too heavy for me. It's too difficult for me. This is what, our, this is what we should be doing. But instead, we're, we hold on to it. We get comfortable with it, and it becomes our life, and we, all of that. But what God is saying, let me take it. And listen to what God does. God takes it. He breaks it. He breaks it out of your life. He breaks it free from you. He, he wants to get rid of it. He's going to take all of your burdens. He's going to take all of your cares. He's going to take away your heaviness. He's going to take it all away. And you know what he does? He gives you a brand new clean plate. That's what we deserve. That's what We don't deserve that, but that's what he gives us. We don't deserve it, but that's what he gives us because he loves you, because he loves me, because he doesn't want us to suffer. He wants us to be like this. He wants us to have a clean plate. I, and we just, we have to do that. It's, it's difficult, I know. It's difficult to hand over the plate. But we have got to fight to hand over the plate. We've got to fight against that Stockholm Syndrome. 
We really have to fight against that. We've got to fight against pride. Some of us are like, you know what, I, I deserve what's on my plate. I, I've messed up and blah, blah, blah. I'm Superman. I can take care of it because I dealt it out. And, and we are so prideful that we say, oh, God, I'm going to hold on to this. God's saying, why? Why are you holding on to that? That's not my plan. Let your pride down and give it to me. You know, and, and let me remind you in 1 Peter 5, 5, it says, God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Don't allow pride to sneak in and take your chance of a light load. Don't allow pride to sneak in and empty and, and be able so that you have to carry this heavy load. That's what pride does. We have to fight against pride. We have to really fight against knowing. Some of us won't hand over our plate to God because we don't know what he's going to do with it. We don't know what it's going to look like after God's done with it. Can I tell you this morning that we just need to hand over our plate and trust God? Trust that he knows what he's doing because he does far better than you and I. Let me tell you this. God is not going to handle things your way. He's going to handle it the right way. Not your way, but the right way. And we have got to fight against knowing everything that God's going to do. And we just have to simply say, I trust you, God. Your ways are higher than mine. Your thoughts are higher than mine. You know, in Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, it says it so perfectly. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than yours, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Trust God. Fight against knowing every single detail. Fight against that and trust Him. And I, I love what, what Samuel, 2 Samuel 22 and 31 says. David is praising God during this, this whole chapter, thanking God for all of the victories that he's experienced. And 31, he sums it up. As for God, his way is perfect. His way is perfect. Trust him. He can take your plate. He can take your plate. But let me tell you, as, as you give your plate over to God, and, it in, and he breaks it, those things out of your life, and he breaks your plate and gives you a new one, you, you look like this. You're a little broken before God. But then he fixes you, he gives you a brand new clean plate. But what we have a tendency to do is we have a tendency to revert back to our past. We have a tendency to, to pick up the load again. We have a tendency to run to the glue and fix this broken plate in our lives. I want to tell you this morning, stay away from the glue. Don't go back to the past. Enjoy the nice clean plate that you have. Enjoy it. That's, this is God's design for you. Not this. Not the heaviness. So you got you to stay away from it. Stay away from the glue. Stay away from the past. But many people, they, they revert back to the past. And I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Let's enjoy the new things of God. God has got some awesome new things for us. Let's enjoy them. Let's enjoy it. But people, they go to the glue. People go to the glue when, when God is not, when they feel God is distant from them. They go to the glue. Where are you, God? Uh, you're, you're not here, so I'm, I'm, com I'm more comfortable with this. They go back to the glue and they fix it. They go to the glue when everything is going right in their life, and I don't need God anyways because everything is going well, and he didn't help me get there. So they go to the glue and they fix it, and they, it ends up looking back. That's not God's plan. You have to fight the urge. Fight the urge to hit the glue bottle, to go to the glue bottle. Fight that urge. And trust God with a new, clean plate. My third question for you this morning is, what do you do with a clean plate? 
What do you do with a clean plate? I'll tell you what you do. You fill it up with God. You fill it up with God. You know, I, I love Matthew 11, 28 through 30. You know, it says, come to me all who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest. Skip down, it says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And listen to what the message version says. It says, keep company with me and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. Keep company with me. You'll learn how to live freely and lightly. That's what God's design is. It's not for this. It's for this and to be full of God. That's his plan for us. That's his desire for us. That's his challenge for us in this next year. And we've got a, a brand new year on the horizon that we can start with a clean, clean plate. We need to keep company with God. We need to fill God, fill our plate up full of God. Fill our plate. Let me tell you some of the things that should be on your plate. Prayer should be on your plate. Make a challenge this year that prayer is on your plate. That you fill your plate up. Worshiping. Worship should be on your plate. We come together as a corporate family and we worship God and that's amazing and it's awesome and all of that and it's great. But listen, you should be worshiping God by yourself. You should be filling your plate by yourself too. With worship, with prayer, with following His plan instead of your plan. Follow His plan instead of yours. Studying the Word. Here's another one. Fasting. You know, here in just two days. You know, we're, we're going to start our, our prayer and our fasting for 21 days. What an awesome time to load our plate with God. As we get alone with Him for 21 days of concentrated time, prayer, and focus, and fasting, our, I guarantee if we will apply this and we'll empty all the junk off and start with a clean plate, God is going to fill your plate with amazing things during that prayer time, during that fasting time. I'm believing that. I'm praying for that. Because we need God. We need Him. Living righteously. Fill your plate with living righteously. It really, the choice is, is yours. Are you going to have this or are you going to have this? I know what we've had in the past, but let's, let's, the past is done. Let's move forward. Let's look to God to this new year and what God's going to do and what God's going to trust us with. But he, He's going to trust us as we fill our plate with Him. Robin, if you could come and play this morning. I just want to... I want, to, I want to hit these one more time. Psalms 55, 22. Cast your cares on the Lord. Pile your troubles on His shoulders and He'll, he'll carry it. He'll, he'll carry your load. He'll help you out. Cast all your anxiety on Him because He cares for you, 1 Peter 5 says. Matthew 6. The birds don't worry. The flowers don't worry. They're trusting God. They don't have a weight that's on their plate. They're trusting the Lord. So this morning, what I want you to do is I want that plate that you wrote down, some of your weights, I want you to look at that. Everybody get your plate out and look at your plate. Let me ask you these questions as you look at, as you, as you look at your plate. Is your plate heavy? Is it heavy? 
Is it a heavy load that you're carrying? 2012, was it a heavy year for you? Do you want to carry that, what's on your plate, do you want to carry that into 2013? Are you suffering from Stockholm Syndrome? You're holding on to that. You're associating that weight. Are you willing, are you willing to give your plate to God this morning? Are you willing to lay your plate at the altar and trust Him with this new clean plate? Are you willing to do that this morning? I want you to stand with me this morning. God's design for you, God's plan for you is that you walk into 2013 just like this. Just like this. That's the reason why I asked you to take two plates. The first plate, what I want you to do in just a moment, is I want you, if you're willing to let it all go, you're willing to trust God, what I want you to do is I want you to leave it at the altar. Leave your weight, leave your trouble, leave your heaviness, leave that plate right here at the altar. And then you have a fresh, clean plate that you can fill with God. Bow your head. And Father, I pray over the next few moments, God, that you would reveal maybe even some weight that's, that's not mentioned on their plate, that they haven't wrote down. I pray that you would reveal it to them, God. And God, I pray that you would give us the boldness to come up and to lay our plate at the altar, God, and that you may take it all, that we can truly cast all our cares upon you and look to the new year with a new plate. If you're willing this morning, I want you to come and I want you to lay your plate, bring both of your plates and lay them at the altar. Lay your, lay your plate at the altar and hold on to your new plate. As you lay it down, I want you just to take just a minute and thank God. Thank God that he takes your plate. Take just a minute and praise him and thank you. Thank you, God, that you can take the weight off my plate. Thank you, God, that I can cast my cares upon you. Thank you, God, that you're going to give me a clean plate. Thank you, God, that I don't have to walk into 2013 with the heaviness that I suffered in 2012. Thank you, Lord, that today can be a new day, a fresh day. a lot of heaviness that's being dropped off right now. I'm believing that. A lot of heaviness. I want you to grab your, your clean plate. Grab your clean plate. Believe with me that God is going to do something miraculous in 2013 with this plate with your clean plate. Believe with me. Let's have boldness to believe in miracles this year. Let's have boldness to believe that the weight that we experience, that we're giving now to God, that we may never have to pick it up again. But we're going to fill our plates with God. Why don't you lift your plate up to heaven this morning. Father, we lift our plate to you. We lift our life to you.
And God, I pray that you would take all of us, God, that you would take every one of us that's in this room, God, as we have emptied our plate of all of our junk, of all of our past, of all of our heaviness, God, as we've lifted that to you, God, and your word says that we can cast it on you and we cast it to you, God, we, we look, lift up our clean plates to you now. And God, we ask that you would fill our clean plates with you. God, that you would, we, you would help us to pray, help us to worship, help us to get into your word, help us, oh God, to fill our plates with you this next year. God, we commit our lives, we commit this to you. God, and we trust you with our plate. We trust you with our lives. God, we praise you. We thank you that you accept us and that you take our, our heaviness, God. We bring praise to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. We can do this, church. We can spend 2013 a clean plate, fresh and new and excited. Are you with me? Everybody with me? Well, I want to remind you this, mo this morning that tonight we've got our prayer at 6 to 7, and hopefully we can see you there tonight as we pray in uh, some new things this new year. But other than that, we will see you guys later. God bless you, and have a happy, happy new year.